When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. It's Friday and we are back with another episode of TGIF. Of course, we're here down to break down the uh, tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you a little something to sip on and get this hot tea. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Claudia? How's everybody doing today? Wait, should I? Do y'all want to be introduced still? Because at this point, I feel like they already know y'all. We got to see Q's hand movement. Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. What's going on? <laughs> I only say that because it hasn't been in the script for a long time because people right. like they know them. But I just give do that to give y'all the moment. But then they get mad when I talk to Al too long and then right. you're sitting there. So I don't know what the hell the right thing to do is. <laughs> so we'll just figure it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Season four, five, six, <laughs> seven. Traveling? Yeah, I'm traveling. I'm in Tampa. So Tampa, I'll be here until Tuesday night. All my Tampa soulmates, if y'all wanna, y'all get in my DMs on Instagram and tell me where y'all, with a down to the bar with a Honda cars being Tampa, because the bitch is ready to Tulsi roll, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and Al, you're heading back east tonight as well, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm heading back to D.C. I have to, you know what's so funny, Q? I'm, I'm taping a new crime show uh, for TV One on Payback, and the two you know the deaths occurred in tampa oh really yeah that's gonna be interesting but also this weekend in dc is the white house correspondent dinner and um a lot of fun parties i hope right at least that's what claudia says no it's a fun it's a fun weekend that and um the black caucus weekend i loved in always DC. good yeah yes. well, congressional black caucuses were all the um the edu- that's the educated people freak me it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My last time going, I was in the airport and my layover was Andrew Gillum and his people. And I was like, oh, shoot. But that was before all the stuff came out. That was before he was landing low and spreading it wide with male prostitutes. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad about that ladies. still. But you listen, know, have you guys seen, you saw the new picture that they posted on Instagram? Um, he, they, he and his family look very happy. And I got to tell you, he's looking real good these days. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll give y'all some more tea over the break. I loved him. I, I, I wanted him. I loved him. I, I, really I went did. to school with him. I know. We'll have to get to that break real fast. So let's get to the topic so we can get to that tea. All right. Now, before we start our show, we'd like to send our condolences to the family and friends of Jerry Springer, who passed away yesterday. Were y'all surprised when you heard of the news? And um, what were some of your fondest memories of the Jerry Springer show? I I was surprised. I didn't know he was sick, you know, and, and not that it was any of our, uh, any of my business. I didn't know he was uh, sick. And yeah, you know, despite the fact that I think Jerry Springer made trash TV and in a lot of regards exploited people and set the culture back at times, I still think deep down inside that he was a genuinely good person. I liked him as a person and I can separate his work from the person. I like Sherry Springer. He uh, supposedly found out he had pancreatic cancer just three months ago. That's when he got diagnosed. And so it was a really quick, quick death. Al, mm-hmm. any thoughts on Jerry Springer? Yeah, Claudia, didn't you interview him? I saw you you did a post in one of your shows. You interviewed him. Or you worked, did you work with him? You worked with everybody. So long time ago on the show, um, I forgot the name of it. He worked on it. And he actually asked for my phone number and he called me and he left a message. He was like, hi, Claudia, this is Jerry. Jerry Springer. And it was so awkward. We never ended up talking on the phone, but he just, he left the message and he was just so nice and so kind. And he wasn't even like sleazy or nothing like that, trying to like get at me like that. He just was a nice guy. And we had him on the raw word. And um, you know, he started in politics and in Cincinnati. And yeah, he, he was, he's always had good vibes and, and he will be missed. I will say this. I, I do condolences to his family. Uh, incredible time on television. But I don't have I have an issue with them calling him a cultural icon for me. And I would like to send my condolences to the family of Harry Belafonte. My condolences to him, to him and his family. To me, 
he was a cultural icon because he was, you know, Harry Belafonte was the first black performer to ever win an Emmy. He was an honorary Oscar. He was the first certified one million sales of a solo artist in the country. He got two Grammys. He got uh, the Tony Award. And then he was also extremely involved in the civil rights movement and was friends with Martin Luther King. To me, Harry Belafonte, condolences to you and your family. That's a cultural icon to me. How about we give um, our condolences to both families? Yes. How about Damn, that? Al. I know. Like, oh, I'm like, the I like Terry's The man dead, and you trying to strip him of the little vanity title <laughs> they gave Jerry. I'm going to stand up for Jerry. Jerry was a cultural icon, okay? He, mm. what we had, we had Jerry Springer. He said it all. Now, the, the, might like not, said, it might yeah. not have been classy based like Harry Belafonte, but Jerry did his thing. It was good. It was entertaining. But to me, it was just too much exploitation of the black community and the black culture. Sorry. But it was great television. Condolences again to, to Jerry. I don't want to take anything Move from on. him. Hey, let's. <laughs> Al, let me tell you something, Al. If I happen to pass, why right? I don't want you to say. away from my program and hey, from the podium. I can't believe, believe that you guys great. are trying to minimalize, minimalize, is that word? Minimalize um, Harry Belafonte. Cut we it out. Even, he wasn't black. even part of the conversation for us he, to minimalize yes, We were going to get to him, but like yeah. we don't props to Harry Belafonte because I would hate for anyone to do that to us with Jerry. Yeah, we got somebody coming in the show later on that day. Hold, hold your hold your mule. Funky, imagine when you die and Al has to say something. He'll be like, Funky was cool, but RuPaul was really what <laughs> right. we talking about. Right. Marty was cool, but, but Jennifer Williams is who we should really be talking about. I'm going right. to raise from the dead and haunt you. <laughs> All right, Al. Hey, let's get to the show. Damn, we start off like this? Right. Right. Uh, and I'm only drinking water, honey, because I'm, I'm <laughs> All right, Broken oh, Promises star Keely Williams is presenting people who told hold. Ooh, damn, I can't speak. Who told her that black don't crack? Take a look. Okay, I cracked. I cracked. Okay, I cracked like a fault line. I cracked like Pookie from New Jack City. What are your thoughts on her on her remarks? Q. Black might don't crack. Like, listen, um, Keely should be young. She, listen, and I'm only going to say this because I don't like her. I don't like her spirit. I don't like her energy. She did that show, that Carlos King show, the encore on BET, and her energy is always off. When you look at her face, she looks like she harbors and aids in the beds bad energy in her face. Mm. She, she just looks like if negative energy had a look, in my opinion, it would be her. And I think that she actually would look more, almost, almost say look more better. That's my Miami coming out. She would look more better if she was a nice person. Maybe it wouldn't crack. Maybe it ain't got nothing to do with your melanin and everything to do with your bad energy. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, inner beauty is a big part of it. Al, what do you think? You know, I got to I got to agree with you on this one. I think somewhere something happened. I feel like she's I feel like she's been cursed or something in the entertainment industry because she's had huge opportunities from 3LW to Cheetah Girls. But it, like like Q said, it's something about her energy. Nobody wants to be a part or be around her as much anymore. And you guys know that uh, Notori, Notori, right, mm -hmm. um, had her baby shower this weekend. I was looking on social media and um, Adrian was there, but there was no sign of Keely. And they all started a group together. I wonder what the real beef is with those ladies. It was a Keely. I said Kylie. Keely is a Keely. Kylie. I thought it was Keely. It's Keely. Okay. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, I, I will say when when people are happy, they just radiate like those kind of vibes. Like, look at someone like a Jill Scott. She always looks beautiful. Just just mm -hmm. before she even says anything, because she's happy and she's got that youthful thing about her. Like I think certain people, it just comes out, and I think the opposite can be true as well. So. She doesn't seem like she's that happy. I don't know her, so I don't want to speak in her life like that, but y'all might have a point. 
Speed of unhappy bitches, Caroline, uh, Caroline Bryant Donham, the white woman who accused Emma Teal of making improper advances, passed away. Aw, 88 years old, and um, didn't get to go to jail, and they didn't go back and spin the block like they did on Bill Cosby for her. What are your thoughts, Al? You know what? A, a death is involved here, so I'm going to send my condolences to her and her family. However, I listen, this woman's vehement, um, what would you say, racial profile, I guess you can call it, against this young man that caused this 14-year-old to lose his life, it's just not cool to me, the fact that she didn't go to jail. It's not cool to me that the, the sheriff's office uh, issued a warrant for her arrest but never executed it, and she never had to do her time for the lies that she told. So it's very hard for me to be compassionate. I can say condolences, but it's very hard for me to be compassionate for someone like that. But I will say that I found a positive in it. The positive in it was that this was the turning point in civil rights when that family, when the Emmett Till family had the courage and the boldness to leave that coffin open so that everyone could see the injustice that the South was, was doing towards African-Americans at that time. I feel like that open casket definitely turned the tide in the civil rights movement. And maybe because of her ignorance is the reason why we were able to, to you know, have or develop the rights that we eventually uh, received from the civil rights movement. I'm going to say something before Q goes the hell off on her because I, I, it'll be anticlimactic if, if uh, he goes and I go. So I'm going to go ahead. For her or her dusty ass family, because <laughs> what she was quiet about it when, when you saw them dragging him out of his relative's home, you knew about it and you were okay with it. Then all these years of you keeping this negativity inside your little gross ass body that that little boy did not want to touch. That's why you have cancer. That's negativity uh, in the flesh. That's what happened to you because you're a negative, raggedy, dusty ass bitch. I'm glad you're dead. And I have nothing for you. I have nothing to say. I don't care. I'm not one of those people that because someone dies, mm. that they that we all of a sudden forget their sins or they're forgiven. You're not forgiven because you died. Because guess what? We all gonna die. So this died. This girl died before she was able to face, uh, you know, be held accountable for what she did. And I hope she had nightmares every day of her raggedy life before she died. Because that's it was Emmett Till's death that caused us to get civil rights because we still up until a few years ago trying to pass the Emmett Till lynch anti-lynching bill so it took a long like it, it didn't just change like that and this the the hurt she brought to the families I, honestly truthfully you know you you said what I said but since I'm unlocking my better self I'm gonna approach this from a spiritual perspective <laughs> oh, um, oh a curveball yeah you, exactly <laughs> you know um while I know everybody wanted her to go to jail and go to prison, um, I am of the thought that she did not live a happy life. She lived a free life. Um, but I am of the thought that on a spiritual playing field, in one way or another, she did have nightmares. Um, and granted, she deserved them. Um, but to have the whole world at a certain point coming at you saying you should burn, everyone hates you. I think it turned her into a recluse. Um, I think that at, at a certain point in her life, she, you know, she, she came to some type of realization. Society changed and we moved from that, that, that so racist Southern mentality to a more inclusive environment. Every time you saw the bitch, she looked miserable. I'm pretty sure at a certain point she came to a, a, a place of regret um, I, I, I would hope. Um, I don't think people like her, when they lay their head down at night, that they sleep easy. And while the punishment that we wanted from her, we never got to see, trust and believe. If you believe in God and Jesus the way you say you do, he put a number on her ass. Mm. He put a number on her ass. Trust and believe in the form of sleepless nights, guilt, whatever, whatever. And yes, none of that may compare to what the Till family went through, but I don't, I, I, I don't think she lived a good life as a result of, she lived a free life, but not a good one. I, I hope put her in prison at I hope years. you're right. But I feel like when all the times Emmett Till's memorial was being vandalized, we never heard from her saying, you guys stop. 
We never heard her use her voice. We never heard her say in her, in her later years, when you know you're getting closer to death, you know what? I, I regret it. We never heard anything. So as far as I'm concerned, she never made it right. So I am disrespecting the dead. One, Y'all don't have to do it. Don't go down the rabbit hole with me. I, I'll take this L. I do have my priest collar on tonight, though. I probably should change. <laughs> All right, y'all. Coming up next, a freak accident led to it's a... It's uh, drinking. <laughs> no, I'm just fresh up the nail shop. Maybe I'm high in the fumes. Coming up next, a freak accident led to a lost testicle. And later, oh my God, we are discussing Neo's new perspective on celebrity women. Oh, wow. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. If you are enjoying the show, go ahead and hit the like button in the YouTube chat. Please hook us up. All right, y'all, a 16-year-old Utah teen experienced a freak accident after losing his testicle. The teen's testicle retracted inside of him while he was bending down to retrieve a golf ball. <laughs> That's, That's the most non-athletic white boy ever. In the most non-athletic sport at that. How you get a golf, first of all, a golf injury, and then your nut goes back up inside you? Oh, my goodness. What is this? I don't in have that. Well, y'all tell me, what is what? So, first of all, I'm sitting over here with my hands between my legs right now because it's just. Making sure yours are still there? But, well, just, you know, anytime you hear a story about somebody getting hurt in their private area, it just makes you sit a chill. Check on it. But when I read the headline and it said an axe freak accident, I'm thinking somebody's going to say his teammate swung the golf thing and hit him in the crotch. The last thing I was thinking was that his testicle was going to retract. I mean, following that logic, he could have been bending down to get something from under the cabinet and his testicle went back up, went back up there. Um, Dr. Al, how the heck is that? Is this <laughs> you know, I know. So wait a minute, actually it's a very, he has something that's called patent processus vaginal, vaginalis, vaginalis, okay? I think it's patent processus vaginalis, all right? <laughs> it's actually something that we as kids all have, 80 to 90% of us before we're born have this extra, actual uh, I don't want to call it a disease, but malfunction, because it, it depends on the development of the body, right? So every term male infant at birth has this, and then between birth and the 18th month, this wall that is between the abdomen and the scrotum actually is created. So in his case, his wall between his abdomen and his scrotum never created. So when he push positions his body in a certain way, it will push back up through the wall where the wall is supposed to be into his abdomen. And that's what happened to him in this particular case. You, has this ever happened to you? No. <laughs> what no. Do you think it, about this? It, it hasn't. No, no, I, I did it. It, it, it hasn't. I, mm. It just but sounds painful, though. They did correct it. He did have surgery, and they did close the wall. I mean, close where it should have been a wall. <laughs> they, did. they put some drywall down there. Like, some plaster. <laughs> right. All right, y'all. Speaking of freak accidents, a woman was accidentally shot oh, in the clitoris by a stray bullet while sitting in her living room. Look at the bullet right there on the tip. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Another freak accident. Q, let's go to you first. What do you think? Her coochie toe up, his balls toe up. <laughs> it all happened in the same doggone week. They might be a match made in heaven because how <laughs> how how they, they need the link, they need to DM one another. Um, you know, I, I was reading the story, y'all. A stray bullet hit her in the clitoris of all places. Now, I had a whole bunch of clitorises, but I had a few of them. And I know that that's a very small, peculiar place. What are the odds that a stray bullet will hit you there of all places? The only thing I'm hoping for this lady, because they removed it, though, I'm hoping that she doesn't lose the sensation to her clitoris and, and that, if anything, it makes her stuff hyper-stimulated so at least she can find something positive and get in her coochie 
banged out, <laughs> bang banged, or got, well, shot. He got, got banged yeah. out. That's how it did. That's, that's called what? What did we say, Claudia? With what did we say, Curvel, Claudia? Did they shoot up the club? They shoot up the club. <laughs> they shot up the club, honey. They shot up the club. On that coochie needs security. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what's so funny, guys. So, weren't you thinking how did it go from the ceiling down and it hit her? It's called a tired T I R E D or a free falling bullet. So, what happens? She's in Somalia, right? Uh, Somalia. She's in Somalia. And what happens, in, especially in these third world countries, is when they have stray. Uh, bullets going off from guns and stuff. They shoot them up in the air or they shoot them around. This particular bullet was shot up in the air. And when it descended, it descended through the roof of her house and down to her clitoris. How crazy is that? Her house or her hut? I didn't want to say hut, but. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of walls oh to go God. through. I'm not right, because when I say. <laughs> So these terracotta tiles up here stick that <laughs> and in these buildings, these air condition things and and fire escapes and all you know. Yeah, that's a that yeah. I would feel like that was a sign from God. Like, you know what I mean? I would feel like I was being punished or something. Like of all places for it to land. Mm. All right, y'all. We're gonna pray for her, her hut and her clip. Damn, negative. A Kim Kardashian lookalike has unfortunately died of cardiac arrest following a plastic surgery procedure. Uh, what are your thoughts on this tragedy? And do y'all think these procedures are worth your life? Well, we know they're not worth your life, but what do you think about this? She died trying to look like, well, looking like Kim Kardashian. Go ahead, Q. I don't care. We gotta stop. And I and I wrote this on my on my on my uh, Instagram the other day. We gotta stop creating safe spaces for our friends to be dumb. All right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm sorry. I while I'm sorry for her family and I'm sorry that somebody lost their life. It's hard for me to batter eyes, shed a tear, or contribute to any type of GoFundMe for senseless deaths that did not have to be because you, your mind is so far gone, you steady going on the table, going for elective surgeries. And then the thing that baffles me the most and upsets me the most is that you got money for surgery, but ain't got no money for no fume because your family is posting a GoFundMe in order to bury your ass. So one or two things is happening. Either your family is a fraud just like you were, or your priorities are in the wrong place because for you to have reconstructed your whole body like that, you spent an upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on surgery. A funeral, you can bury somebody for $7,000. I buried both of my parents. I got my mama in the ground for $7,000. That was the chapel, the burial plot, the, 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 the programs. And, and we didn't have no black and white programs, bitch. We had multiple <laughs> pages with color. We had a family car. We had all of that. And I was able to do it for $7,000. So the fact that your family got to do that and you got all that plastic, I'm just not here for it. I heard they, they were trying to raise 60000 for our funeral and they were up to like hundred. dollars What do you think about this? You know what? I, I, I feel some kind of way. All right, because if you see the picture of her, just a face, she's beautiful. But if you see a real picture of her entire body, it has been jacked up. That's not a good picture. That's a good picture. If you see the real picture of her body, it's just insane how mutilated her body is from the plastic surgery. So I'm going to say this. I don't think that any doctor should be allowed to perform surgery on someone like that whose body was so botched up that they were going to do another procedure. The only type of doctor that this young lady should have been seeing was either a psychologist or a a psychiatrist. Those are the only two doctors that she should ever be approved to go see because she should have never been approved to go see a cosmetic uh, surgeon. It is amazing the types of surgery that are allowed to be done. Like you ever see that? I'm sure you've seen that lady online that the boobs are like just so huge. She's all tatted up. The the hips are just misshapen. You talked about her on the show. Mm-hmm. The lips are ridiculous. Like she's not the only one. There's a lot of people that look like this. Like I get you want a little tweak, a little fix, a little nip, a little tuck to kind of enhance what you have. But creating these caricatures, these cartoon like features 
and I guess it's a slippery slope, right? Like who, who's the judge that, but you know, when it's ridiculous doctors, like, you know, and when they're botched like this, it's not like the damage is doing on your body and your insides. Like no one's waist is supposed to be eight, like 17 inches and then have a 45 inch ass. It's sad. And but why are you talking about it, Claudia? Why the, why the Republicans are in there, you know, trying to police abortion and all of this type of stuff. If you want to police any type of medical procedures, these need to be the ones. You know what I'm saying? At least put these people through thorough psychiatric uh, 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 evaluations before they're allowed to do this. A lot of times, though, unfortunately, well, they go to other countries where they just take whatever money. One of my friends was getting a uh, her, her breast fix. And before she was, as, as she was being administered anesthesia, they said, why don't you do your liposuction too? She was like, uh, okay, out of it. And they botched up her surgery. Unbelievable what these doctors do with no remorse. All right, y'all, coming up next, find out why Neo is tired of dating celebrity women. And later, a former That's So Raven star is calling out racism. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Go ahead and hit those like buttons on our YouTube channel so we can get those numbers up. All right, y'all. I love that feeling of waking up in the morning and feeling completely refreshed and ready to take on the day. But if you're a hot sleeper, that might not always be like that. So if you're more in the camp of waking up like a sticky, sweaty mess, you're not alone. Now, if that sounds familiar, Ghost Bed is here for you. As the makers of the coolest beds in the world, Ghost Bed is your go-to for cooling mattresses, cooling pillows, and even cooling bedding. From the, from the signature ghost ice fabric to patented technology that adjusts with your body temperature, every ghost bed mattress is designed with cooling in mind. Now, whether you want a plusher mattress that cushions your shoulders and hips or a firmer option with exceptional support, your ghost bed will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. Now, we love ghost bed here, so you're, we're excited to share an exclusive deal for our listeners. For a limited time, get 40% off all ghost bed mattresses. Plus, get two luxury pillows. Use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T to take advantage of the exclusive offer. That's www.ghostbed.com slash T with promo code T. Fellas, tell me about your ghost bed. I'm still waiting on mine. I, I moved, so I guess they're trying to find my zip code. Um, Al, <laughs> tell me about you. You know, I've always talked about the benefits of the pillow, you know, with the snoring and the headaches. But guys, guess what? I broke down and I ordered the linen. So it, it, it and guess what? The linen feels cool, too. I mean, it's like really a luxury, a nice thread count, cooling, um, incredible product. If you haven't tried the, the pillow or the mattress, at minimum, please try uh, the linen because it's amazing. You? Tell me and how. You know, I, you know, for any of you guys who are following me on Instagram this week, you know, for about two days, I wasn't feeling good. And I jumped in bed and I have a bunch of pillows on my bed. But subconsciously, I found myself scrambling around my bed and I could not get comfortable until I got the ghost bed pillow up under my neck. And that just goes to show you, like, subconsciously, my body now needs the pillow. That's the one that brings me the most comfort of all the pillows on my bed, guys. The, the product is really good. It works. It's comfortable. The squish, it feels really, really good. The support and everything. I highly recommend you guys get your ghost bed pillow, mattress, and or linens. Well, I... Cannot wait. <laughs> Promotional consideration furnished by Ghostbed. <laughs> Al, stop. He's DMing me right now. <laughs> Let's get back to some topics. Oh, gosh. Uh, Neo revealed that he's out here living his best single life since his divorce from his estranged wife, Crystal Renee. Neo said he's open to dating a normal woman because celebrities are most times weirdos. Says the guy with the porn stash. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Neil's preference for, for normal women? Q, go ahead. What do you think? 
<laughs> I mean, listen, I think the more the, the bigger conversation piece is his preference for women, period. Because that's what the hell yeah, we first need of to, all, you that's know what, what? That's what the hell we need to be on here discussing if you want to know what's weird. Um, secondly, Neo, somebody who looked like they could have played on the show Alienation between their head shape, it's the 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 patchy, the patchy <laughs> of the skin tone, and that porn stash weirdo is probably a word you should remove from your vocabulary. And you know what? It's probably in your best interest that you do get with a regular woman, like like extra regular, right? Because any woman that got her own money, got a little bit of get up about herself or a little bit of celebrity, she's probably not going to put up with your cheating ways. Um, we've seen this with Moneta. You know, you cheated on her and did her wrong, had that girl um, laminate her tubes because you didn't want no more children <laughs> just for you to get with somebody else and, and have children to, to just completely render her, you know, unable to have kids. That's a whole nother issue. We're going to leave Mo out of this because I like Mo. I love her. Then you don't mess over this other lady. Like, you know what? Matter of fact, maybe you should just leave women's alone altogether if all you're going to do is mess over. Like, mess over men. Because they they more... <laughs> give men a try. The people, <laughs> the people already said you was <laughs> bowed down the track, allegedly. All right? Lord, you can... <laughs> I can't. Al Reynolds? <laughs> I can't with you. Okay, so look, I like Neo. He's like a super successful songwriter. He probably likes you too. <laughs> Bring it on. He was watching right now. What would you say? What? If Neo was what? watching right now, what would you say? Uh, I don't know what I would say. Uh, keep up the good work. I don't know. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna get him to hit your line. I, I, I mean, Something more saucy. First of all, yeah. I'm not gonna holler at a dude that's straight on national television. That ain't gonna ever happen. Okay, so, that just ain't gonna work. But I will say this: he's so successful, such a <laughs> such an incredible talent, great songwriter. You know, he's also an author. He's written a book. He won a Grammy. And the only thing I find weird, did you guys read the article? Because it said he says he's expecting his seventh child, okay? Where is the that missing child? He's got two from Magneta, three from the second, oh no, that was his first wife, but three from his first wife. One is coming. Where is that sixth, sixth child? Do you guys know? Probably in the club in Atlanta. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, probably the running sixth the, child. Probably running the streets with Kiki Palmer and her baby. <laughs> you know, because hey. Kiki Palmer, Kiki, y'all know Kiki Palmer don't have her baby everywhere. Her baby ain't even six months yet. So shit, probably someone with Kiki Palmer and her baby. Her but, baby is happy and healthy and building up antibody to the world. That baby gonna be all right. That, that is the most well-traveled. Uh, that baby got more you know, more travel uh more travel points than you do, Q. <laughs> but you know what? Um, maybe it's that other baby over there with one of the Nick Cannon baby mamas. Between both of them, they about don't know who they damn baby mamas is. Nick Cannon can't remember the names, and Neo probably can't remember the number. So, <laughs> <laughs> where is the sixth child, Claudia? Up under that hat? I don't know. I don't know where the baby is. I don't know. I don't know nothing about him. I've met him a few times. It's been very nice to me, but I don't know. Claudia, would you let Neo climb your back? No. No. I'm not attracted to him. He's nice, but I'm not attracted to him. Would you? I think he's attractive. I, I wouldn't. I would. But Al, I would. clearly. Well, you know, I like guys with money, so. It helps. They can look like anything. I'll be like, you know what? He's an attractive, <laughs> successful black man that I'm not going to sit here and let you two disrespect. They can look like, <laughs> but if they got Brad, Al Reynolds is going to be kind to them. Look, I don't make that money like you and Q because y'all can lose $10,000 a month. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. Coming up. A former That's So Raven star is calling out racism against producers and later find out why Darius McCrary filed a restraining order against his ex. Keep it locked.
Welcome back to TGIF once again. Reminder, if you're in the chat, you enjoy the show, throw some flames. You know what? Throw some hats in the chat for Neo. Throw some hats in the chat. You're enjoying our show tonight. All right, y'all. Disney's That's What Raven star, Annalise Vanderpool, uh, read a poll, shared that Raven Simone originally was not considered to be the lead of the show because she felt that producers did not think a Black girl could actually lead a show. What do you have to on what Annalise is, uh, you know, she's calling out the producers of That's What Raven. Al, what do you think? I mean, I, th- I think she's dead on. Uh, Claudia, you've been a victim of this before, mm-hmm. either not being black enough or not being, you know, white enough. I definitely believe that it happened. But guess what? The right decision was eventually made and she became Disney is the largest entertainment company in the world. Raven is considered now the queen of Disney because she got the highest ratings in original programming in the history of Disney still to this day. And she is also the only show by any woman better. I like the fact that it's an African-American woman, but by any woman and any man to go past Disney's 65 episode rule rule. They had a rule that you could never have a show on their platform more than 65 episodes. Guess how many episodes this beautiful black woman had on that platform? She had a hundred. She not only broke the barrier, but she blew that mug off. And I'm glad she did because you know, for a fact, they wanted to pass on her at first, but they made the right decision. And with her, they made history. And now she's the queen of Disney, the world's largest entertainment company, period. All right. Q, what do you think? Do you think about, you know, the producers not thinking she could be lead of the show? Well, you know, let, let's first start off by saying, you know, it's speculation and conjecture at best, right? Because the girl said, I felt that was the reason, which she probably is right, but we can't definitively say that mm-hmm. is the reason, although it was consistent with the time. But listen, you know, um, money is green and they ass couldn't have been too damn racist because they figured it out after the, the damn screen test or filming the pilot or whatever that she was the funnier and it went from being called my psychic friend or something like that to... Mm-hmm. To that, so Raven. Um, I'm glad that it happened. Al, it's the 65 episode rule, so they don't go into syndication. They don't have to pay people residuals. No, uh, no, no. Because remember, they still go in syndication. The 65 uh, episode rule was because of their scheduling, the scheduling, the programming, and all the shows that Disney's purchased in the course of a year. They have a schedule and a calendar of when one show goes off and another show goes on. And her show was so good. So amazing. And it's so funny because look how God turns something bad good. They they definitely tried to discriminate against her and not give her that job, but she was the best one when they did pick a different lead. And then they changed it to the Raven show. And guess what? It was because of her because of her ability to have inclusivity with age, uh, race, gender. Like she was able to touch all those demographics seamlessly more than any other talent that they've had on their platform. It's crazy that they would even have a second thought because she was a star on the Cosby show as a little baby. Remember how she used to be a steal, a scene stealer all the time. I did that. So Raven, when I used to live in LA, I played uh, the teacher, uh, Miss Bonita. And listen, that set, they may have not started off wanting her being lead, but listen, they they bowed down to her and she was she was actually really cool to work with and sweet. And I will say this, a lot of times uh, these companies, they do think that putting a black person as lead, even someone who was already established and already a star as Raven Simone was, even at her young age. I remember fitness magazines that weren't even that big of a deal thinking that they didn't want to, uh, you know, put a black person on the cover. They thought it would sell less magazines. They really still think that about that. So, all right. Raven proved them wrong. All right. For those who are considering on traveling to Cancun this summer, you may want to reconsider. Apparently the bodies of eight people were found dumped in the Mexican resort area of Cancun and officials are trying it to the, tying it to the drug cartel. Uh, My friends, stay trying to get me to go to Mexico. I am not a fan of Mexico. Y'all surprised. I got a trip booked to Mexico in August to, uh, Maya Riviera, Playa Riviera, or Maya Riviera, Playa Riviera, or Maya Riviera, for some music festival, something, child. And I don't make payments on this damn trip. <laughs> it was $3,000. They taking two sixty three dollars out of my account every month. <laughs> I got three payments, two payments left. 
Q, well, you better contact Klarna and tell him to cancel that. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna let the people have that damn money because every <laughs> three thousand dollars. Every listen, my life is transfer different. the name on the ticket or the reservation. I'll go. Um, every time we look on the downgone thing, somebody is coming up dead in Mexico. My question to this is: Were these tourists or were these Mexicans? Because if it's Mexicans that's messing with the cartel, that's a whole different situation. But if it's tourists, we need to be concerned. Right. I think what we need to be more concerned about is how America media is focusing on how dangerous it is to be in Mexico. Now, Mexico's tourism, they count like one hundred and eight billion dollars of its GDP is off of tourism. I wonder if America is messing with Mexico. Uh, as it relates to making it seem unsafe to block a whole bunch of U.S. travelers going to Mexico because Mexico wants to us wants to stop using the U.S. currency as the goalpost for determining what their peso is worth. What do you guys think? I'm with you when you write and it feels like it, because honestly, and I, I've always been a man of science and numbers being a former accountant. When you do the math. You know what I'm saying? The U.S. is far, far worse, and we ain't scared to right. leave. Our, we scared to leave our house now, going the wrong person's driveway. But that's another story. But we're not scared to, to leave our own houses in our own country when we lose more people here daily than they are being reported on the news. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I've had some semi bad experiences with Mexico, um, but I've also had a lot of experiences here in America. I think the world is dangerous. I will say that I don't think Mexico is exactly safe either because I've seen plenty of videos where women are getting chainsaws ran across their chest ah. dealing, with the cartel, dealing with the cartels. I've seen some very horrific videos, but you know, there's horrific videos here as well. So I don't know how we, I don't know. You, you, you know, the thing is with, with Mexico and other places like that, tear your ass to the resort and stay your ass on the resort. It's, right. And it's really the Mexican authorities that are really like it's cartels. Yes. But the Mexican authorities, the police, they shake down people all the time for money. Mm-hmm. They'll say you did a crime and they'll shake you down. Whatever you got, you got to give them. I love Mexico. I've had a mm-hmm. love affair with Mexico. I've been all over that country. You can have I love it. Mexico. I've never had a problem either. Mm. All right. Well, a woman reportedly became irate and attacked TSA agents after they confiscated her apple juice out of Phoenix airport. I hate when it's one of us. <laughs> what are your thoughts on these people wilding out at the airports? Al, what you think? I, I don't know how, how crazy you can be to not see the signs from the beginning of, of your TSA experience of getting in the line. It says no liquids, no glasses. When you get up to the when you get up to the place where you put your stuff through it, no liquids. Take all liquids out. This is crazy about this 19-year-old girl. I don't know. But listen, she gave one of the TSA persons a concussion. She, um, a, a, one of the female ones, didn't she punch her in the face and bit her? This, this is too much. This is too oh. much. She needs to go on a do not fly list or something because I feel unsafe being in the airport with that woman. Over apple juice. Apple juice. Hugh, what are your thoughts on these people? I just left the airport about three hours ago. And I bought a bag of Skittles and that hole was $6.61, okay? So I completely understand why mama went left by her apple juice. But no, that, that was the joke. But no, seriously, y'all, y'all got to stop showing out in these people airports. And why she had to look like that? Did she go to the airport like that? Right. It's her hair done? She look high. Oh, no. She don't look 19 to me. I, 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 well, you know, and she like she got her teeth done, so she can afford her apple juice. I don't know. I just want my people to stop showing out in the airport, y'all. Like, it, it's, it's, it's not going to end well. It seems like people are enjoying misbehaving and just way. You know what I mean? Like, when did you, when, when is that okay to show out over that? Just be like, okay, I messed up by bringing it, or, you know, I, fo- I forgot that there's this rule and just comply. What's the problem? Now is you either might- mental illness or fentanyl? A lot of that. Something because now she has three three cases of assault. Good Over job. a four dollar apple juice. All right, coming up next, we're talking about what led to Darius McCreary filing a restraining order against his ex. Find out why when we return.
Welcome back to TGIF. I'm looking at our likes, right? We have like 4,000 people watching, 969 likes. Hey, we're going up. That's good. They need to hit that like button, Al. Al, can you ask them to hit the like button? Maybe we should have a, maybe we should have like a giveaway or something. Okay, we're going to give away nude pics of Al Reynolds or bikini (laughs) pictures of Al Reynolds. If you hit that like button, that like button, we all put them out there. Free entry to my OnlyFans. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, uh, Family Matters star Darius McCurry has been granted a four-year restraining order against his ex-fiance after claiming that she turned their home into a drug den. Who knew? What are your thoughts on these allegations, Al? Hey, look, I'm I I like Darius. You know, he's 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 a another child star, <laughs> going through some things. He has history with women. His the history is interesting with women, but we don't know him to ever put his hands on a woman. We've never heard that. But I'm glad a black man was awarded a a, a restraint against a white woman who was disturbing his life because he felt afraid. And look, isn't this Slick Rick's ex-wife? Is it? Yeah. The girlfriend is Slick Rick's ex-wife. And and of course, I mean, well, if we talk about Slick Rick and ex-wife, like, didn't he know what he was signing up for? No. I, I didn't even know Slick Rick had a wife, so I Yeah, yeah this is Slick Rick's ex-wife. Ask the soulmates. I'm pretty sure this is Slick Rick's ex-wife. And the best part about this is the reason why he got the restraining orders because he told the judge that he felt like this was gonna be a a, a Phil Hartman um reenactment where the wife shot shot Phil, remember that and then she shot herself y'all Murder remember suicide. way back in the mm. day wow all right darius congratulations oh. darius q what do you think i mean well hell if her plan is to do a murder suicide and restrain the order is not gonna stop that but mm-hmm. nevertheless you know um darius need to do a better job in the department of love and picking his love interest because it seems like as of late Every time he's in the news, it's about one of his romantic relationships going awry from the superhead thing to the the trans relationship rumor stuff. Now this person and it's like, yes, Darius, you were a child star and you were a relatively unproblematic child star. You're a great singer and you're a relatively decent actor. I um would just like to see Darius in the headlines for his projects and not his love life moving forward. They're well, saying it's oh, Rick, James, Rick James X, not Slick Rick. Oh, God. Oh, where'd I get Slick? God darn. <laughs> That's totally bad. Let me tell you, I, I went to Shaka Khan's 70th birthday thanks to Justin. Hey, Justin, our producer. Um, and Darius is like a, a superstar out here in these streets. Like it, all the women be throwing it at him. All of them. It was quite amazing. That's more, that's more the reason to stop picking bad. I like Darius. He's actually a really nice guy. He's a very, very sweet guy. So I I wish him the best. And I'm glad he took he took these steps. All right, y'all. Last week, we discussed the popularity surrounding leg extension surgery, which is steadily growing in the United States. Well, according to a surgeon in California, the $75,000 four-hour procedure entails cutting the thigh bones in each leg and placing rods inside them. $75,000 to gain some height and I think some status, because that's what it brings, being tall. What do y'all think? Is it worth it? Q, what you think? No. For $75,000, you could buy. You confidence. So listen, if you have the money and your 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 confidence is in the toilet and you want this is going to help you feel more like a man, um, it's going to help you from being so rude and aggressive to regular people, because a lot of short people can be very aggressive and rude and obnoxious, at least the males. Um, I say go for it. Go for it. If it's going to help you be a better person, make you feel better about yourself, I'm all for it. It, it does seem to be a correlation, not all, but there are a lot of feisty, <laughs> loud, obnoxious, I got money, I got you trying to disrespect me type dudes that are little. Yeah. So, I, you know what? I think true confidence comes from being able to show up confident in spite of whatever perceived shortcomings you may have. I, I think, to me, I think that's sexier than getting the cheat code. Um, and going and 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 doing that to you, so I, I I don't know. I'm just different. It's a lot of it entails a lot though. Those rods and I'm sure it's painful. But I do see, I, you rods. know, when, when you hear women say, and even actually men, what is their type? 
they often start with like, no one ever says short, dark and handsome. It's always tall. So I, I always wonder how short men feel like they must feel like constantly attacked or triggered. But you want to know what's funny? And I said this before, you, you know, there are people out there that want you because I have a thing for short men. Do you really? I do. Like I, mm. I, I like bite-sized, um, and I'm not talking like five, four. Are you talking five, like neo three. size? No, but I'm talking like I'm talking like you know a guy that's five eight, um, five nine. That that that's cool. Okay, but what if you're like five four as a man, a grown man? Five. That's, no, that's I mean, now, now five four. You <laughs> you're entering. See, I'm about to say something that made me. I know. Sense. M word. You're in, you're in, no, you're entering dwarf territory when you start talking about five four. Um, but I have dated someone that was that short before. I mean, about twenty something years ago, and I probably didn't know no better child. But um, he was nice too. Why'd y'all yeah. break up? Let me just date it. Like we were never together. We just used to date and hunch, and um, he was young. <laughs> The five eight five nine, it's short, but it's like okay. But I, I, I feel for the guys that are, you know, trying to be out here in these streets. Five three, five four, five five. That's got to be a difficult height as a man. Al, what about well, he, he should go on Little Women Atlanta and like they come in like. I think Miss Juicy single. I mean, oh, you talk to some, if you get you a Miss Juicy, that's short enough to make you feel like a man. You talk to somebody. You tall to somebody, okay. You tall to somebody and play up your strengths. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they got jobs. They got jobs that only you could do, baby. You like will what? always stay employed Christmas season playing the elf, baby. Okay, that ain't something <laughs> you and it pays well down to the mall, bitch. It pays real How good. Are you gonna That's talk seasonal. about the demographic that you're attracted to? No, I ain't attracted them that short now. I'm talking about <laughs> You tell someone to go work, to take seasonal work at the mall as an elf that only happens for like three weeks out of the year. But at Disney World, it's full time. You know what? I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for being here. And thanks for watching us on YouTube. Get those likes up. Stay tuned for the Champions Corner with Jeezy, a big George Foreman special. We'll see y'all next week. What y'all doing this weekend? Y'all got any plans? Well, no, Al. I'm in camp my sister's house warming, yeah. so I'm here playing with the kids. I'll be here through Tuesday. Um, I'm taking gentlemen callers. So oh, wow. I'll be in LA real quick, real quick, <laughs> LA. And then, so we got Tampa, LA, and DC. Yeah. Have a good night, soulmate. Y'all be safe. Good guys.